Woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil sends the beast with wrath, because he knows the time is short. Let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast, for it is a human number. Its number is 666. Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, demon transformations, OPTs, adventurers, and red eyes. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> Episode 56, The Number of the Beast, or, It's that with OPT, yeah, you know me! Hello and welcome to another edition of Inspiring Manga Review, I'm your host, Zahn, how you doing today? Hope you're doing pretty good, I'm in a pretty good mood, because this week I'm going to Anime Next in Somerset, New Jersey, hopefully I'll see you there, if you do see me there, I will give you a t-shirt or a manga I have, we'll see what happens, if you can find me, remember, when you see me, if you know what is me, you know what you have to say, you have to say, the one, the only... The Wheel of Manga! 
I think I'm getting a little ahead of myself, though. Of course, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. So, for those of you who don't know, welcome. Spirekin is a site that provides information reviews about manga. Pretty much what happens is, every episode I'll review one or two manga, depending on the situation, or if I have a co-host. And I'll just give you a little bit of information about the manga, so you have the knowledge to know if the manga is worth reading or not. You don't have to trust anything I say, but trust me, it's better than going to the bookstore and say, Hey, this manga looks really cool with its nice, groovy cover. And you buy the manga, and you get it home, and it sucks balls. I do all the dirty work for you, so you don't have to worry about reading the horrible shit. I'll do it for you, and don't worry. I have a lot of fun doing it. I really enjoy this job. I'm not getting paid for it, but I enjoy it, and it's my job, not my work, which I do. Anyway, that doesn't matter at this point, because, of course, this is an episode for the show, and I can't just babble on and on about things. Well, what's new in the life? Of course, I've updated... The website a little bit added a couple more things here and there including the review section which actually says what a uh, title got also I put a couple new pictures up and of course besides that one other thing which is kind of big and interesting is that I put up a new article on anime 3000 check it out anime 3000.com still writing for them it's not as much as I used to it used to be very frequent and it'd be every week but now it's a little bit more dispersed because well I was on vacation and I was a little lazy but don't worry, I'm back, I'm ready, I'm revved, and I'm kicking fucking ass. So anyway, let us get on with this episode. So, of course, before I get into the real review of what I spun last week, I do have to go into the various news items of the week, and there's not much. The only one which is really relevant to the situation is that Digital manga publishing is now selling directly to Diamond, and Diamond has dropped so much manga, so I don't know what the fuck's going to happen at this point. They're saying that DMP is going to be selling directly to Diamond, and, you know, they're distributing directly to retailers, and then blarg. So I don't know what's going to happen. It sounds kind of shady, and I don't know how long this is going to last, because this is a very ballsy move for DMP, because this could really blow up in their face, like I said. Diamond has been dropping a lot of stuff. They're now releasing a lot of the stuff from Viz or Tokyo Pop, so we'll see what happens with that. Only other thing is that t- news is Tokyo Pop has decided that they're gonna put new mangas of Aria and Tactics back on a shipping schedule. Now remember, those have been really late. They were supposed to come out way early, like last month. Aria is gonna be coming back on November, and Tactics will come out next January. And the reason why it's been slowed upset is you notice Tokyo Pop's been kind of taking a dump in, well, they've been doing really bad, as we all remember. It's because maybe management's retarded, I don't know. We'll see what happens, though. Hopefully things will work out and things will be a lot better. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Hopefully everything will be all good and all rocking. That's it for the news of this day. It's been kind of slow news week, of course. So let's get on with the review. If you remember from the last episode of the Spirekin Manga Review, I spun the Wheel of Manga, and it dictated unto me that I'd be reviewing O Parts Hunter, or 666 Satan, or Satan Roku Roku Roku. And what is this about? Well, of course, you can guess it's about the devil. No, seriously, it's about the devil. The first page has the quote from Revelations of John, New Testament, the first verse, which is, Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and its number is 666. Hence the reason why there's two titles for this episode, and also I opened the episode before the warning with the introduction to Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden, one of the 
greatest rock songs of all time, arguably. It's truly a cool song, and, well, even though I'm not supposed to do it, and I'll get in a little bit of trouble possibly, even though I'm not making any money on this show, I will be playing that at the end of the episode, a little bit of it anyway. Enough that I don't get in trouble, of course. The song's worth it. Anyway, so... Well, anyway, back to the usual shit I say before I review it. Well, Old Parts Hunter was written by Seshi Kishimoto. Nothing really relevant he's ever done. Uh, originally released by Square Enix and published by Viz Media. It's a shonen. And, well, there's 19 volumes total. Came out 2001 to 2007. And, of course, one notable thing is it looks very reminiscent to... Naruto, and the reason why is, of course, Seishi Kishimoto has not done a lot of work, but his brother, his younger brother, created Naruto. So they have a lot of similar styles, and it's very obvious that their styles are very similar. So if you like Naruto, you'll probably like the art design of this. I was a little... it was non-plus to me. And, well, it's one of those action-adventure fantasy alternate reality type dealies like Fairy Tale, Naruto... Dragon Ball Z, and every other shonen fighting series that we've ever seen. So, it's pretty accessible to any young boy. And now, Oparts, or 666 Satan, is about Ruby Crescent. Yes, her name is Ruby Crescent. And she's this ordinary girl, and, well, opens up that she's on an adventure. And, well, kind of funny opening thing is like, I like this place I'm standing on. I could take a piss like a boy if I could. Right there, that opened up, and I was like, this seems interesting. Uh, turns out that she is searching for these things called O-Parts. Now, what is an O-Part? An O-Part is this legendary device from a former age which has all these mystical abilities. And there are these people called O-Part technicians, or OPTs, that are able to manipulate these devices. There's also these other two groups that can manipulate devices, supposedly called devils and angels. But we'll get into that in a bit. And so what happens is that she is looking for these O-Parts, and as she's just chilling out on this rock, she doesn't realize that behind the rock is a giant fucking turtle. And the giant turtle decides to fucking attack her, and suddenly this kid shows up and saves the day because the turtle stepped on him. And this is the main protagonist of the show, Jiro Freed, or Geo Freed. I like Jiro, I don't know why. He looks like a Jiro to me, not a Geo. Because Geo's with a G and not a J, so we'll just call them Freed. So Freed is, well, picture a short guy. Of course, it's a short main character with a long scarf, two different color hairs, one white, one black. So he's half white, half black. His clothes also match this theme, like his lower chest is the reverse. So where his black hair is, there's a white shirt underneath it, and where his white hair is, there's a black shirt. And... He's got one weird eye. Well, on the cover, it's red, blood red, but we don't know. As you can probably guess, he's one of those overpowered OPTs, the O-Parts technicians. And his OPT is this boomerang, which can cut through anything. It's kind of cool, but weird at the same time, because well, when you see it, it's like, oh, it's a stupid boomerang, and then he throws it, and it literally will just get faster and faster as it's cutting through things, which is actually impossible, because if you throw something and it cuts something, it actually will decrease in speed. But this isn't a science podcast, so it doesn't fucking matter. Anyway, so as he's spinning around cutting things, it's kind of cool. And he has other abilities, which I'll tell you about in a little bit. So, so he is, he goes and saves the day, and he asks her for money. Because Freed is this 
mercenary who's just he wants to rule the world later on in the manga you discover that his whole deal is that he's had a really shitty past he was always alone and he's realized that the only things that will never leave him or abandon him are money and power so he decides i'm going to rule the world and no one will make fun of me and everyone will care about me and so on and so forth and so ruby says well we'll be friends and everything will be good and freed is like I don't want to be your friend. I don't need friends. Fuck you. And leaves. And it also turns out that these guys after Ruby. These two guys. And one of the guys is an OPT. And he has this gun which has unlimited bullets. Well, actually the bullets are small. My crap. My bleh. mouth is stuck today. So microscopic bubbles of water. And it shoots it out like a bullet. So kills everything. Kind of cool. And... Further on, these OPTs, they're all over the place, they're fighting, and what happens is that Freed ends up becoming Ruby's bodyguard to protect her from these assholes who are trying to kidnap her because Ruby is special, because her father was a former treasure hunter. She also wants to be a treasure hunter. And for some reason, Ruby has the ability to decipher all these languages which no one can read and no one can remember. So she's a valuable commodity to all these people who want to find the O parts and make them worth money. And so, pretty much, that's what seems to be. It's like, they're stuck in this, well, chase of everyone's trying to get them. And meanwhile, they're trying to just travel along and find treasure and relax. And even though Ruby says, you're my friend. Freed says, no, I'm not your friend. I'm your bodyguard. And I'll just follow you until you pay me and then I'll be off. Even though he wants a friend. So it's kind of weird. Typical Shonen series, you have other characters show up, including, on well, the first episode, his an old friend of Geo shows up that was his only friend when he was a child. And what happened is that this friend went kind of ballistic because Geo accidentally killed his parents and he didn't realize it. Because, something I kind of glossed over, because I'm a little meh with this, is that Geo is different. Because... When you first met Geo and Ruby, they explained that supposedly all these O parts have the ability to call upon these evil demons that give them strength. Certain O parts do. And the evil O part technician I told you who had the water gun, he said his name was Satan. And that he was evil and I am the original Satan, blah, 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 blah. And so Geo is fighting this guy, and after this guy kicks Geo's ass, suddenly Geo falls over. And he stands up, and suddenly on his forehead is V1, Roman numeral 6, number 6, and then the Braille number 6. Turns out that Geo has Lucifer in his body. Yes, Lucifer, the real Satan, demonic, evil, demon thing. And as you can guess, he has all these omnipotent powers, and he kicks fucking ass as Lucifer. And, and Lucifer is essentially the bad slip personality, evil person, and he wants to rule the world and kill things and just be typical satanic evil person. And he saves the day a lot. So whenever Geo gets truly his ass kicked, suddenly Lucifer comes out, or Satan, and saves the day, and then suddenly Geo's able to call them back in and save him. So, typical plot device. Pretty typical. Yeah. It's just kind of... Uh, why, oh, why did I decide to read this? Oh, yes, The Wheel of Manga. So, 
I could go on in this, and this is a very jumbled, jumbled review, but like I said, it's a typical shonen series. You know, character has an ability, has a secret ability, and he's all good and kicks ass. And you have the male and female protagonists who are going on an adventure. It seems a little reminiscent at the beginning to Dragon Ball, just a little bit, because of the fact that you have the female character is the first character you're introduced to, then you have the dumb male character introduced later who likes eating and is short. Now the question is, will Ruby and Geo fall in love? I don't know. I only read one manga of it. There's only three chapters in the first manga, which was a little interesting, but anyway. We'll see what happens. I mean, will I read this further? Uh, so far, literary style's kind of meh, but we'll see. We'll see. Art style is very Naruto-ish and Bleach-ish and Shonen-ish. It's very generic. Nothing outstanding with it. Nothing truly showery or cool. One thing I did like, though, was the inclusion of the whole religious connotations using Satan and all the references to Satan and Lucifer and all this stuff in the first chapter and also just explaining about Geo and the whole Lucifer thing. I thought that was kind of cool because it was very reminiscent to the whole, well, in Bastard later you find that Dark Schneider was actually the son of Satan and then in Devil Man, which I haven't reviewed yet, uh, well, spoiler here, but... Um, Akira's friend turns out to actually be the devil. It's very reminiscent of that whole devil culture, and I thought that was a little bit cool and a little bit risky for a shonen series. And I think it came out pretty good. Um, supposedly, I heard that there's a lot of Kabbalistic traditions in this series and a lot of Judo Christian demonology, which you could see at this point, but you know, I, I like the fact that they're using actual western religion undertones for this series it's not a lot of shintoism i mean i know a lot of series crap out and do it ava was notorious for this and like i said bastard was another one which is very similar to this so was angel sanctuary there's a lot of series which use the angels and demons thing to make their series a little more spicy a little more interesting and it's not bad i don't think it's bad but we'll see how this series goes on maybe I don't think I'm going to read any more into it to be honest I just it's not I don't know Shonen series have become just a little too boring for me nothing too powerful or pow uh, so overall I am giving this series a gift from your crazy on Mirabel okay but forgettable it's alright it's okay I like some of the concepts of it the art style is very generic the plot seems so far very formulaic, just like every other series. First episode, two male and female character meet, they become friends. Next episode is just a, a quick one-shot adventure, and then we'll see what happens after that. Mm. What am I going to say about this? This is just blarg. I mean, it's a shonen series. It's adventure I know, I know, I'm not doing this justice, but fuck it, you know, it's just one of those series which you can't say much about, it's, it's a good series, it's not bad, it's not, I mean, it's a good series, it's not bad, but it doesn't have that punch that fairy tale had, fairy tale gripped me and I wanted to read it and keep reading it, because it was actually really funny and really different, this, I mean, 
the fact that it had it opens up with 666 and goes in that whole thing is pretty cool and then I was just like okay read it uh huh read it uh huh read it uh huh okay kind of let down I expected just much more grandiose more blah I mean this also could be like D. Grayman I only read the first volume it's the only thing I could get a hold of because they had volume 1 then volume 16 in the bookstore so that's probably why I'm not as in depth with this uh, maybe I will read this and get further into it. We'll see how that goes, because hopefully it does get more interesting, because the O parts, that's generic, you know, uh, weapons with different abilities, like Flame of Rekka had the Madogo, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho had the Spirit Detective weapons, that's normal for a Shonen series. Give them weapons which give them astonishing and astounding abilities, that's normal. But, we'll see where they go with it. So, I will have to come back to this series eventually. But, we'll see how that's going to go. Now that I think I filled enough dead air, unfortunately, I think that's it for this episode for the review, because, well, like I said, I was able to read three chapters, and it was pretty short, pretty quick. I finished it in about 15 minutes, and that's a little depressing, because I would like to have gone a little bit further into it, and unfortunately, if you want to read this series, you're going to have to order it on Amazon, or Barnes & Nobles, or Borders.com, or Kinokuya, and actually buy them individually. Because in the bookstores, they only have random issues. They have, like I said, 16, 18, 1. So, it's a, that, that probably was one of the reasons why I also lowered the grade. Because of the fact that it was difficult to get a hold of. But yeah, that's it. That's all I can review about this. So, anyway, what else is new? Like I said, I will be at Anime Next this weekend. And that will be Somerset, New Jersey. If you see me, remember... You have to say, the one, the only, the wheel of manga to me, and I will say, hey, you know who I am. And you're probably wondering, how the fuck are we supposed to know what you are? We only see your voice. Well, if you go to the website, sparkin.podbean.com, my personal website, you will see there are pictures of me. So that could identify it's one way, and the other way, the more honest and intelligent way, is that I will be wearing a bandana with the Sparkin Manga Review logo. Or the armband, I'm still debating. You see that logo, you'll know it is me and not someone else. So, look for the logo. That's the way to do it. It's the best way. You look for the logo and you find me, we're all good. Uh, also, you can check me out at spirekin.rapboard.com, the forum. I'm usually on there. I'm the only person on there lately. I get an occasional person say, hey, write a note. But keep talking. I want to at least talk to someone besides myself. You can also find me on Fight Bay Anime Gaming Podcast. I'm on there occasionally. And we'll see how that's going to work out with that. Also on, like I said, Anime 3000. You can check me out on Twitter, Spyrokin. When I'm on the con, you have to check Twitter. I'll be Twittering where I am each step of the way so you can meet with me and we can talk and bullshit a little bit. You know, maybe find out what you like about the show, what you don't like, and also maybe I can look for guest hosts because... As you can tell, I haven't had a guest host in quite some time, and I always have fun when I'm with someone else. It's good talking to you guys just by myself, but I don't get that witty banter I usually get when I'm with someone else. Like when I was with Mason or Belchan, or Wolfson, or Fightbait, or even Baz. Baz I love talking to, but it's just kind of hard. Like he said, he's married and has a wife and kids, and Mason's married and has a wife and kid, and... Wolf is married with a wife and kid. Okay, I should shut up now, because I'm the only one who's not married. Anyway, 
yes, I know I'm that completely alienated 100% of my fans, and I'm sorry about that, but, you know, I'm still cool, still hip, still relaxing, you know? Still being me, because, hey, this is who I am, and I love it. So, anyway, we know why you're here. It's time. You know what time I'm talking about. It is time for... The One! The Only! The Except no substitute. What is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it and a bunch of skulls. And in each slot, I have assigned 10 random mangas on it. Ones I have not used in a list before. And what I'll do is I'll spin the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, that is what I'm going to be reviewing for the next episode of the Spirekin Manga Review. This way, I don't, you can't say I can't cop out or cheat. And if I do cheat, next time I spin the Wheel of Manga, it gives me a shitty manga. And also makes it a little bit easier, because if it's a manga I like, generally I suck at the review, or I feel like I can't get into the review too much. So, let me spin the Wheel of Manga, whatever number it lands on, that's what I'm going to be reviewing for the next episode of the Spirekin Manga Review! Okay, so what I'm going to be reviewing for the next episode of the Spirekin Manga Review is... Gokusen! And Gokusen is about Yakuza! Cool! A Yakuza manga. That should be fun. I haven't done one of those. I've done hooligan mangas, but never a Yakuza manga. So for the next episode of the Spirekin Manga Review, I'll be reviewing Yakuza. Like I said, if you want to send any feedback on what you like or don't like about this show, email me at spirekin at gmail.com or zan.spirekin at gmail.com. You can also call me at 206-426-6665. That again is 206-426-MONK. That's the Spirekin Manga Review voicemail. Leave a message, and we will, you know, I'll play it on air. I've only had two messages, and both of them were drunk dials, so come on, it's worth it. It's for free. Well, if you have a cell phone, you call after 9 a.m., it's free. 9 p.m., rather. And you can also reach me, like I said, on the forum, sparkin.rapboards.com, or on the website itself, sparkin.podbean.com. I am on Twitter. You can add me. I always write new and interesting stuff. I'm also on Facebook under Spirekin Manga Review. It's a group. Just add yourself. And currently, I have 16 people, and I always add information about what's new and what's not. And I believe that is it for this episode of the Spirekin Manga Review. It's always a pleasure to do this, and I hope you guys really enjoy this show. I know this is one of our 30-minute episodes, not one of the great and awesome 50-minute episodes, but hey, I enjoy doing this, and well, it's a lot of fun. Like I'm always saying, every episode, I I love this. I don't want to give it up, and I'm going to keep going. So for the next episode of the Spark and Mind Review, which should be a lot of fun, can't wait to do it. And I got a surprise, so I'm going to do a review of the con, and also a little bit of information about some of the other stuff. And also I'll bullshit about Plants vs. Zombies a little bit before it. I know it's a manga review, and that's a game. But, oh, before I forget, also next week I will be starting the supplemental episodes, the music to read manga to. And that'll be on Saturdays, so you can check that out. That's our supplementals. If you haven't heard any of our supplementals, go back to episode A, which is the first supplemental, which is just me covering Comic-Con. There's a bunch of other ones, including the wonderful and very popular Top 50 Anime Opening Closing Background Music of All Time, according to various people. That's a lot of fun. It's me being a DJ. Either way, that's it for this episode of the Spark of Mong Review. And as usual, I'm your host, Son, and I appreciate all my listeners. Thanks for listening. I am Blank. Get the memories from my mind What did I see?
it was real and not just fantasy Just what I saw In my old dreams Were the reflections of my woman staring back at me Let's watch again one last thing.